0: I don't even know where to begin. It has been such a roller coaster of a week. So, first. This is so exciting. I am doing it for myself. Like, that's the whole purpose. But it's very scary, you know, to put yourself out there. And then so to get so much feedback from people that are like, oh, this is awesome. You know, thank you for sharing your journey. And uh, it just made it very um, inspiring. I'm, I'm really excited to continue to do this. And I have to say that this past week has just been... Like I said, an an emotional roller coaster. It has gone up and down. I started the week s- like on a high, um, putting out the first episode, connecting with a lot of people, and like there were so many people that I was surprised that I haven't, I, I don't re- necessarily like c- communicate with all the time. I were friends or you know whatnot, but so it was really cool to um, talk to people that I haven't talked to in a while and they enjoyed it and then you know hearing what uh different people enjoyed about the episode so it was it was just so good I was so pumped and then I just work has been out of control it's been so insane and it's been and I think that's a majority of like where my emotional roller coaster was last week so being able to have this and like the things that I'm like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna read this first book um, from the Art of War, and you know take from that and kind of carry that through my week and then having the goals that we had for last week. So, uh, what was the goals? Um, minimizing uh, TV time. So it's, it was limit to an hour uh, a day. For, um, for TV, and uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> I got close to it, um, reading daily, which I didn't. I wasn't perfect with this. It was, hey, first first week, but I did read the first book, um, of the Art of War, and that that felt really good. I was like, ooh, it's accomplished. I read that, or no, I didn't read it. I. Uh, Somebody that I used to work with, she took like a psychology class and she told me that one of the things um, that she had learned was when you make a list and then like as you start to check things off, it sends endorphins to your brain. So I was like, oh, that's that's a, a great idea and a great thing to use because you're feeling accomplished and you feel good. So being able to read the first book, that was I felt really good about it. And then, um, what was the other things that I did? So limiting TV, I definitely watched it. Um, I limited also just because I worked so much. So uh, it was kind of, I don't know if it was really hitting the, the goal, but um, I did watch a little less TV. And then the other thing that uh, Pat and I did was go for another hike. So I think this is something that I'm going to add to my weekly goals. Going hiking. And what was really cool, and this was all path idea, was um he was like oh let's look for one that has like a waterfall like we could hike and then maybe go swimming afterwards and I was like oh that would be so cool so he found like top 10 was it waterfall hikes waterfall hikes and there was one and they're all pretty far and he was like there's one like an hour away and I was like that's fun like we enjoy being in the car together and driving so. We drove to one, and I don't remember what it was called. But it was really, really cool because it's on, like, a mountain, and there's a river close to it. I don't know the side. It's called Mill Creek Falls. It's in Lidditz, PA. Oh, just kidding. It's not in Lidditz. It is in River R- River Road on Airville Airville PA which is really close to Maryland. I think we were like 4 miles to the Maryland border. So we got out there and the we started to hike and you're going you're going up like a mountain and it's pretty steep, but then on your left-hand side, it was just like a stream, a river and it and obviously it's like at a incline. So we started to walk up and we saw people that were like in the stream or river i don't i I don't know what you call it i guess a stream but we started to go up the mountain and then decided like hey let's go see if we can find the waterfall because pat said he had seen some pictures so we decided to instead of hiking up the mountain on the trail, we hiked up it on through the stream. So it was so amazing. I kept telling Pat, like, this is the best day of my life. I felt like I was in a fairy tale. Like it was just so cool. So we got to hike all the way to the top. Like We went as far as we could go with the stream. And then um, we walked it all the way back down and it was so refreshing. And it's something that I realized about myself is I really do enjoy water activities. I don't like being hot and sweating. That really bothers me. And that was actually something else that I was talking to Pat about of why I've been really irritable this week is our air conditioning broke at work and we don't have air conditioning in the house. We have like window units, but it's been so hot that the, they're not able to like really cool the um, the house down. And then our AC does not work in the car. So it was really nice to like be in the shade and it's a lot cooler and, and then be in the water. And the water wasn't super cold. It was just like the perfect temperature, but it was the perfect day. And I'm realizing that I really, I benefit from that tremendously. So I only had one day off this week and that's what we did. And we were probably out there for like three or four hours. We were out there for a long time. So that was super enjoyable. And um, Pat posted um, the pictures on Facebook and Instagram. So you could check those out. Um, He's Pat George on Facebook and then baby mermaids on Instagram. And I'm tagged in those too. But that was um, really enjoyable. I got to, you know, go outside, get some exercise. And I didn't think about work the entire time, which was (laughs) so good because I feel like that's all I've been thinking about. It feels like a really strange time with just, I guess, the pandemic. I mean, I don't really know if it's as simple as that, but that's kind of how it feels of it's really difficult to manage a lot of people, whether it be the people that work with me or the customers and dealing with supply chain issues. And it's just so daunting and you're like managing other people's expectations. You're managing other people's stresses and it's just been a super, super stressful week. So I've been really excited to do this, and I'm really excited to have this, because I really felt the, the positive effects from it from, you know, taking time to read, and just having like those accomplishments, and it, again, the, kind of that, that checklist, like I was talking about um, a second ago, of being able to check it off. So even though I had one of the most challenging weeks I've had, probably since like the beginning of the pandemic, I have um what really kept me going is my husband. <laughs> that really helped me. He's um he's really good at letting me I guess anxiously ramble and then he just kind of brings me back to reality and he's like, "Okay, there's nothing you can do about it." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> but it's it It does help me to like talk it out hence this podcast. Um, just kind of getting it out there. It's off my chest, and then I can kind of move past it. So, so yeah, so that was this week. So I was really excited. Um oh, the other thing I did was I got a Lego set. So I've been wanting to because I, I think that was also on the list for. Um, how to get out of your comfort zone is finding a hobby and that I, I feel like I'm going to explore for a while. Cause I, I have no idea. I am like interested in so many different things, but, um, yeah, start new hobbies. So I know a couple of people, um, a couple of people that I work with are super into Legos and they, um, one of, uh, one of my friends, she does, Harry Potter and uh Star Wars and you know like whether it be like the ships the castle Diagon Alley Hagrid's hut I don't I'm not super familiar with uh Star Wars um so what like millennial falcon Millennium Millennium Falcon okay yeah like stuff like that so she does that and then somebody else um he's really, really into cars. So he does essentially like Lego car models, which is really cool. And then friends of ours, their son is very, very into Harry Potter. Um, Him and I connect on that. I think he's seven. (laughs) So me and the seven-year-old are like, yeah, Harry Potter. And he does with his dad, he builds all of like the castles and, uh, King's cross and like all kinds of stuff. It's very, very cool. So I was thinking, I was like, Oh, that would be something that would be, I don't want to say mindless. It's not mindless, but it's something you can kind of either listen to a podcast and do or listen to some music. So I got a Harry Potter Lego set that is a chessboard. So it's practical Cause that's the other thing was like, I I really would love to build, um, the, the Harry Potter world with Legos, but I don't, at the moment, I don't really have a space to set up a whole thing. So I thought it would be really cool to do the chess board because it's practical. Pat and I, we haven't played in a while, but Pat and I got into chess, When he couldn't do jujitsu because they, you know, like gyms and stuff had closed. So it was really cool, like pivot for him with the problem solving. And like, you have to kind of uh, anticipate like the moves and it's really strategic. And it's, that's the kind of the mental aspect of jujitsu. So I think when, once he went back to jujitsu, we, we haven't really played but i got the the chess set and i started building that and it was so much fun i got to um, instead of just listening to one of my podcasts from my phone pat was recording false count anywhere with youngblood and manny and so i got to sit in live and i just sat in the room and started putting the chessboard together and that was so so enjoyable I really, really liked that. So that's something I'm definitely going to continue to do. And I apologize uh, in advance to the husband. Because <laughs> that's going to be all over the house. Uh, Stanley, um, our kitty cat, was pretty into it. Yep, yep. I lost about three or four pieces. Oh, and that's something else about Lego I didn't know. And when I, I was talking to Manny, he was like, oh, yeah, I used to do uh not do Legos, but put Legos together when he was a kid. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, I've never done that. I've never put Legos together. I feel like I had probably a family member or somebody bought me a Lego set that was like pink and purple, but it didn't give you like instructions. I feel like it was just like bricks so you can kind of come up with. And I'm like, oh, I'm not that imaginative of a kid, to kind of like build something on my own. Like that's not necessarily something fun for me, but to follow instructions. And the other thing that I really like doing is organizing things. So being able to take the pieces apart, organize it. I have pictures. I'll, I'll post it. Once I get the whole set complete, then I'll post it, uh, on my, on my Instagram cause it's, it's beautiful. I'm super proud of it, of what I've got accomplished so far, but I did lose a couple pieces, and I'm not like fully blaming Stanley, but I'm blaming Stanley. So there's one of the uh, what are they pieces? I guess he's the rook. I he's not fully together. But oh yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. So um, so I was like panicking last night, and I was really frustrated because I was like, "Are you kidding me? How am I going to not?" Like, I don't have a a piece. We can't play this. And it's going to bother me, my perfectionist brain of like, no, this doesn't look exactly like the other one. So I Googled, like, you know, what do you do for missing pieces? And Lego will will send you the pieces. You just go through. All of the Lego sets have numbers and, like, they have, like, QR codes, too, so you could just scan it but you just put it in and, and then it gives you a list of every piece that's in that Lego set and you just click like how many you need. So I selected those and I was, and it said like add to cart. So I was assuming I was going to have to buy, which is fine. I'll buy them. And they send them to you for free. They said it'll take seven to 10 business days and you know, that they, they really apologize and, you know, thank you for um, letting us make it right type of thing. And I was just super impressed with that. And it that made my day. So I'll continue on the other pieces, but um, I'll post once I get the missing pieces, but I'm gonna have to figure out, cause that was something else, which Legos are really similar to puzzles. Like it's the same idea, probably kind of literally, it's like a 3D puzzle. But, oh, I lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? Puzzles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kitty cats. Kitty cats and little pieces. Doesn't work. So, Pat and I got a puzzle, like a thousand piece, again, Harry Potter, because I'm a very big Harry Potter fan. If you don't know, (laughs) you will learn very quickly. I'm sure I'll reference it uh, in this podcast plenty of times. I love, love, love it. But... It's one of those things that you have to kind of complete in one sitting because we can't just leave it out because the cats will attack it and, you know, you'll miss pieces and stuff. So this, I still lost pieces from Stanley and I didn't leave it because I lost the piece before I got up. And then I went and picked up dinner, and then came back, and I was like, "I'm missing another piece." And then, uh, and then, as I was sitting there, Stanley like pops up and grabs one of them. I was like, "Oh, okay, yep, yep, this is definitely your fault." So, so I'm gonna have to be like really strategic and maybe like buy my own table to to be able to uh, set the set up um, the like organize the stuff. So that way the cats aren't in it. And then I just have to like repackage, which will be fun for me to figure out. Because again, like I said, I like to organize. It, uh, is very stress relieving. I, I really enjoy organizing stuff. So, so it's a win-win. So I learned something else this week about myself is Lego sets are where it's at. And also they're very expensive. So I'm going to have to work another job to, (laughs) to keep up with that habit. So, so yeah, so that is a little bit of a summary of last week. And uh, so like, as I was saying of reading the war of art. So this book is break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles. So that's really what I'm just trying to do at the moment. So I don't know if, I know a couple people reached out and, and they said, oh, I'm going to get the book um, and read along with you. Awesome. Um, if you did, I, you know, reach out to me on Facebook. Uh, so Dominique Rossico on Facebook, or you can also uh, direct message me at my Instagram, which is wife underscore George, as well as email me at traumahoodpodcast at gmail.com. I keep forgetting Pat made, I have to put a little note on my notebook for that because I keep forgetting that Pat made me a Gmail account, which is very exciting. So you can email me there and and then we can talk further. So I read the first book. So there's just a couple of pages that I wanted to talk about that just like literally helped me last week with everything. It's so funny how that works sometimes when, you know, I'm I'm reading this book in the sense to help me get out of my comfort zone and keep going with this podcast. And it's so funny how much these things actually help me with work too. So on page... 15 from the first book resistance plays for keeps resistance resistance's goal is not to wound or disable resistance aims to kill its target is the epicenter of our being our genius our soul the unique and priceless gift we were put on earth to give and that no one else has but us resistance means business when we fight it we are in the war we are in a war to the death. And that is really how last week felt. It was just like resistance. I just, I don't know, just felt or feels. I guess I'm still kind of in it. But it just feels heavy. Everything just feels really heavy. And just trying to just keep kind of moving through it and knowing that the things that are really bothering me are completely out of my control. There's nothing that I can do about it. doesn't make it easier, you know, dealing with it, but it's just kind of like, okay, this isn't going to last forever. You just have to get through this the next, you know, I'm literally taking it one day at a time, but we just have to get through the next couple of weeks and then it's going to get better. And it always does. Like I, I feel like I me and this is life of like just a constant like pendulum swing like you're like okay we got to kick it in high gear over here and then you get into a good spot and then something else happens and you have to pivot so I was really feeling the fight uh with resistance this week um and I was in the war to the death but I feel like I'm I'm slowly conquering it somebody something somebody else said and I, I don't know if I live my life with mottos but it's I guess it's like the thing that keeps me going I'm like in my head I'm like little mantras that's what it is it's like little mantras that keep me going but um, somebody said how do you eat an elephant and I was like I have no idea and they were like one bite at a time And I was like oh that's perfect that is exactly correct one bite at a time so that is uh That's how I'm I'm getting through it. So something else on page 16, resistance is fueled by fear. Resistance has no strength of its own. Every ounce of juice it possesses comes from us. We feed it with power. I'm sorry. We feed it with power by our fear of it. Master the fear and we conquer the resistance. That is... um, also in both aspects of you know doing the podcast and then at work is every time I feel fearful I really try to take like pause in that moment and be like okay why am I upset like why am I fearful in this moment and and know that it's it's because it's unknown like I'm growing. There is something happening here. It's uncomfortable, you know, coming out of your comfort zone. It's very scary because it's unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. And that that really resistance is fueled by fear and just not letting fear stop you. So that is also something that uh, I've been struggling with and, and fear of the unknown. That's and everybody's living with that what you know no no matter where you're at in life it, there's so much unknown and so many crazy things happening right now with the with covid and this delta variant and now they're saying if you're vaccinated it's not really um super helpful you're probably not going to die the likelihood of you dying is very slim you go into the hospital pre- probably won't happen. So it was just kind of like, that was another thing that was so defeating of, okay, are we going to go back to where we were before with COVID? So that, you know, just the fear of the unknown and, um, that's resistance. So trying to fight through this, when you get that, when you are in those like peak moments of fear, Really trying to muscle through it and know, like, okay, when I get to the other side of this, I'm gonna be better. This situation's gonna be better. I'm gonna learn from this. So, uh, so then the uh, the next page is page forty, and this was probably so. Like I said before, I did read the first two books, and this was probably the one passage. I guess that's what you call it. They're like, they're little, like as passages. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but I think this was the one thing that really stuck with me up to this point. Like I held on to this. And again, it's resistance and fear. I, uh, I'm i a very anxious person. So I think, I, well, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an anxious person. So I think that that... Um, fear kind of plays into that so um, okay so here's what it says on page 40 resistance and fear are you paralyzed with fear that's a good sign fear is good like self-doubt fear is an indicator fear tells us what we have to do remember our rule of thumb the more scared we are of a work or calling the more sure we can be that we have to do it Resistance is experienced as fear. The degree of fear equates to the strength of resistance. Therefore, the more fear we feel about a specific enterprise, the more certain we can be that that enterprise is important to us and to the growth of our soul. That's why we feel so much resistance. If it meant nothing to us, there'd be no resistance. Have you ever watched Inside the actor Studio? The host, James Lipton, invariably asks his guests, what factors make you decide to take a particular role? The actor always answers, because I'm afraid of it. The professional tackles the project that will make him stretch. He takes on the assignment that will bear him into uncharted waters, compel him to explore unconscious parts of himself. Is he scared? Hell yes, he's petrified. Conversely, the professional turns down roles that he's done before. He's not afraid of them anymore. Why waste his time? So if you're paralyzed with fear, it's a good sign. It shows you what you have to do. So I I just, I love that. And it really turns a what could be a bad situation. So if somebody is really, you know, fearful, are you paralyzed with fear? It can really turn it into a moment of, um, of, of growth and, and, and kind of like discovering yourself and like, okay, this is something that's going to, um, I'm going to learn from this experience, whether or not it goes the way that you want it to go. It could be an interview. I'm, you know, I'm really scared to apply for this promotion or I'm, I'm scared to, um, Or An actor, uh, you know, um, audition or anything, anything that you're, um, you know, you're putting yourself out there and and doing it no matter what the outcome is. So whether it's you're just going to do it and and and, you know, no matter what you learn from it. So if it doesn't go the way that you want it to go, if you don't get the job or you don't get the part, then you are going to learn something about yourself in that process and you're going to be even stronger. And then the next time um, a new job or the same job comes around again, and then you can apply for it again and you, and you've learned or you've said, okay, these are the things I need to work on to get to the next point. Um, Same thing with an audition. If you're an actor. Okay. So for this part, you know, this is what you need to work on. And then instead of being like upset about it, just take it, and say, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on. This is what I'm going to um, try to get better on, better at, and then uh, you you grow from that. So this was something that I've really held on to, and 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 subconsciously, like it wasn't something like, oh, page forty of that book. It just when I read this, I was like, oh yeah, I remember reading this, and like this really stuck. And ever since then, it's been like, okay, I'm I'm afraid right now. So this is good and I should lean into this no matter how uncomfortable it is. I need to lean in. So I really I really love that. <laughs> and I'm glad that I'm doing this again and I I read it a year ago cuz it's really that's what's brought me to 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 be able to do this. And just doing this a week for myself has really made the world of difference because I don't know if i hadn't if i hadn't set myself up for this how this past week would have gone for me cuz i'm telling you it was it put me through the ringer but i have you guys now <laughs> and i was telling uh, somebody I work with say i was like i'm going to go home and i'm going to record trauma hood and i'm so excited about it so this is something that i can look forward to and again that accountability piece to be able to say and some you know, some weeks I might not do the things that I set out to do and that's okay. And I'll just try to do better the next week. Just do the best you can. Little things every day. So the last page that I um, have written down, resistance can be beaten. So this is at the end of that first book. Sums it up really nice. So you're talking about resistance and like how Overpowering it can be, and how it can really cripple us into doing the things that we want to do. But it can be beaten. So if resistance couldn't be beaten, there would be no Fifth Symphony, no Romeo and Juliet, no Golden Gate, no Golden Gate Bridge. Defeating resistance is like giving birth. It seems absolutely impossible until you remember that women have been pulling it off successfully, with and without with support and without for 50 million years. So yeah, I think that sums up this first book really nicely. Like it can be defeated. It's going to take hard work. And I like the, how it says with and without support, because I think a lot of this, like when you're dealing with resistance for yourself and this is just speaking from my own experience you definitely need support, but a lot of it has to do with the work that you need to do within yourself to, to overcome it. Because like this is this, at least this book specifically and how I'm interpreting it is really helping you as an individual and trying to accomplish whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, you really have to kind of fight your own demons to get, where you want to go. So I really enjoyed it. And, uh, if it, I got a lot more out of it, this, this read around. So I'm really excited to start book two this week, um, combating resistance, turning pro. So yeah, I'm really excited to start this book and that, Yeah. Last week was just, I felt really good about being able to read the first one and then doing less TV. The other thing that I was thinking about when it comes to TV, and this is me, um, just what's the word, I guess, making excuses (laughs) on, um, trying to limit my, my TV watching, which I will limit. But I think the other thing that would be good. Is what I'm watching. So that's something else that I try to um, just be kind of cognizant about. Is like the, the entertainment and the things that I'm digesting, trying to have it be, you know, not all self-help stuff. Like that's I I think that can um, it can be too much if you if that's like all that you um, consume. Like all at all times, but you know, having like a mixture of that, having entertainment in that and just fun stuff that you like to, that, that brings you enjoyment. Um, but one of the things I love reality TV, and I think that is probably where it gets to be like, kind of not mind numbing and I shouldn't do. And just trying to like, if I'm going to watch TV, have it be something either that I learn about or, learn something new. I love documentaries. Pat and I watched, it's not really a documentary, but actually this is a reality show, but it's a good one. I think, um, we watched alone on Netflix and it's people just being dropped off in the wilderness. There's only one season on Netflix. I think there's like a ton of seasons on, is it on a and I don't know what network it's on, but, uh, but th- you know, that's really cool. And like learning some survival skills, Uh, I also try – I really like competition shows, and the one – I'm watching a couple uh, on Amazon, Making the Cut, and that's with Heidi Klum and uh, Tom Gunn. I was like – Tim Gunn, not Tom. Tim Gunn. Thank you, husband. I forgot his name. He's great. That's a really fun show. And what I really like about that and those type of competition shows is it's people that are – like literally doing what they love, like that's their passion, and them talking about their craft and how they get inspired and that type of stuff is really for to me uplifting, and it, that inspires me, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool, and I can relate to that, or that's a really cool perspective, and how they're a creative person. Um, the other one, oh no, no, I can't remember. It's on, um, it's on HBO. Oh, dang it. It's a, um, it's like streetwear. So it's a competition like design. Oh, I'm so mad. I don't remember what it's called, but that one is also really, really cool because that has a lot to do with, um, culture. So where these different designers, their backgrounds, you know, where they come from and you just learn a lot about, um, people and like I said, like cultures and stuff. So so yeah, so th- that's me trying to talk myself into <laughs> not minimizing TV, just watching what I watch. So yeah, so I think for goals that I'm going to try for this week is I'm going to read book two. Oh boy, Combating Resistance, Turning Pro, and then I'm going to continue to try to take a hike, (laughs) take a hike, Um, take a hike once a week. I, I, the exercise is really good for me. I really need to um, get the blood flowing, but then being outside and being in nature, it just, it's really like a, a detox. I really, really am learning that I really enjoy that. And then I get that time with my husband, Pat, too. And we just, you know, we have great conversations and we're having a good time. It's fun. We're taking pictures. We're being silly. It just, it, it feels really good. I, I really, really enjoy that. So I'm going to continue to do that. And then, and then I'm going to try with the the TV still and try to remain calm and positive at work (laughs) i don't even know if that's possible we'll see but yeah so you know again contact me at traumahoodpodcast at gmail.com you can message me on instagram and i am wife underscore george and then also on facebook i Like I said, it was so great to, to talk to a lot of you and you're joining in of, um, I had somebody say that they were going to, uh, rework their daily routine. I had somebody said they were going to, uh, knock out their national, not national, Yeah. National Geographic. Is that the, okay. (laughs) Um, they had a whole stack of that. So that's really cool. I love that. And that's, that's really what I want this to be. You don't have to go, you know, be doing the exact same things that I'm doing, but just, you know, if anything inspires you and, and share it. And I like the idea of, you know, just building community around it and it makes it makes me feel not alone and not like stupid for wanting to do this. And not that I should do this for anybody else other than myself. And I shouldn't care if I feel stupid, but it's just nice to know you're not alone. And there's other people out there that are trying to better themselves and, and do the same thing. So thank you so much. And I'm so excited. We just, that's episode two. So exciting. All right. I will talk to you all so very soon. Bye. (laughs)